Well, good Monday morning. This is Pastor Luann with Everflowing Ministries, and we are embarking today on our third podcast, and we're looking at Psalm 139. Uh, I really felt that the Lord wanted me to share this psalm with you for for just many different reasons. It is one of my favorite, and the The author, David, is trying to help us to see that God is omnipresent. That means God is everywhere and can be anywhere and everywhere at all times. He is omnipresent. We can't be, but God is because he's God. And he is also omniscient. That means God is all-knowing. He has full and complete knowledge. He knows everything about us. He knows everything about his creation. I mean, those thoughts David said, as we looked last week, he said, your thought, your thoughts of me are just too wonderful. I can't, I can't even comprehend how wonderful they are. And so we're going to be looking today at verses 7 through 12, and we're going to do so in the message Bible. So if you want to get your Bible ready, if you want to get somebody else listening with you, and look, this is going to be recorded on my website, emalouministries.com. And even if you would type in like Everflowing Ministries um, on Facebook, you would find me. But if you go to that website, emalouministries.com, you open that up and you'll see either Treasures of the Heart, uh, which, which was my radio program coming now as my podcast, but it can also be uploaded to Everflowing Ministries. You'll find it either in Treasures of the Heart or the um, Everflowing Ministries, but it will be there in my website. And you'll be able to also go back and listen to the podcast too. And the podcast one as we had started out. So we're going to be going into this more about God and his omnipresence. Now, when we start with podcast four, we're really going to be looking at how God created us and being created in our mother's womb. And this is God's way of revealing to us about life or the beginning of life. It's going to be very interesting at the next podcast as well. And I know that in the world there is some, you know, real controversy when we talk about, you know, pro-life or abortion. I mean, those things can really get divisive. But I want you to at least hear what the scripture says about our life. But for today, look with me in Psalm 139, and we're going to begin with verse 7. Is there any place I can go to avoid your spirit? Now, I'll stop there and say, well, I'm sure there are places where we really try to ignore God's spirit, where we may hope that in whatever we're doing or whatever we're saying or whatever we're being involved in, we may not want God to be present there. So if we ignore the fact that maybe we don't believe in God or God certainly can't be everywhere and and so you know we maybe try to ignore this truth that God can be present everywhere. 
And so the psalmist is saying, almost like, Lord, is there any place I can go to avoid your spirit, to be out of your sight? If I climb to the sky, you're there. If I go underground, you're there. If I flew on morning's wings to the far western horizon, you'd find me in a minute. You're already there waiting. Now, how profound is that thought that the psalmist David is giving to us because of God's omnipresence, that his spirit is everywhere. So David is saying, you know, I, I can't get away from you. But that's not a bad thing because I, I need you wherever I go. I, I think that's what the psalmist was saying here. God, I, I don't want you to avoid me. I don't want you to be uh, not present where I am. And so he goes on and he says that even if I go to the far western horizon, you'd find me in a minute because you're already there waiting. You know, so often whenever I have people who are going to the hospital and they, they're going to have surgeries or whatever it might be and they're anxious, you know, I take them here and, you know, and I'm like, remember, this God of ours is, is all present and all knowing and he will be there when you get there. He has, you know, he has you. He sees you. He knows that you're coming. He knows which hospital. He knows which surgeon. And he is there waiting for you. They're waiting for you. And when everybody else is going to leave you and you're going to go into that surgery room with just you and the surgeon and those that are taking care of you, you are not going in alone. You're not going alone. And I, I know that even with these things that Neil and I experienced years ago when he had cancer and got his first radiation treatment on his neck and they showed me pictures and showed me everything and it was so hard for me, you know, when he had the mask on and he had his, you know, neck tattooed where the radiation would go, I had to walk out of that room. I could not stay with my husband during that radiation treatment or any of them, right? And so I found a little corner, and maybe many of you have heard this, but I found a corner, you know, in a waiting room. And I prayed, and I prayed, and I prayed. And then during that prayer time, I saw a vision that Jesus was standing in that radiation room right beside my husband's head, and that his hand, his arm was outstretched, directing exactly where that ray was to go into my husband's neck. And at that point, I just started to thank him and weep and cry and thank him. I know he's not alone. I know that you're directing everything, that you're doing everything for his good. God, I give you praise and I give you thanks that you are an ever-present help in time of trouble. You are the fourth man in the fire with him. And I just, as soon as he got, you know, finished and dressed and came out to me, the first thing I said to Mia was, you need to know you were not in there alone. You you need to know that I saw Jesus standing at the at the head of, of the bed, right beside where your head was, on the side right there where your head was, and he was directing the rays. I want you to know God is directing all of this. You know, you're you're okay. And and so that's what's so good. I wouldn't want God to avoid us at that moment, right? We we want God with us, especially in those moments. And David is saying, but he is. Take heart, my friends. He is 
omnipresent. He's not just with you while you're getting surgery. He's with your loved one who's in a waiting room, crying out to him, waiting on him, praying to him. He is there. He's there with the ones who are doing the radiation. He is director. He's creator. He loves you. So we go on with the rest of this passage we're looking at today. So he says, then David writes, I said to myself, oh, He even sees me in the dark. At night, I am immersed in the light. It's a fact. Darkness isn't dark to you. Night and day, darkness and light, they're all the same to you. And we also know in in other scriptures, you know, we know that God neither slumbers nor sleeps. He doesn't need to. So he is aware all the time. And I'm sorry if you heard a little noise. That was just my furnace, you know, the heat coming on and off. So I'm sorry that it's a little noisy in there. But but David is, is reminding himself. He's saying this to himself. Take heart, David. He sees you. Because, you know, David would be hiding in caves. Caves are dark, right? Hiding from King Saul, who's wanting to, to kill him. And, and yet he's reminding himself, you see me right here in this dark cave. You see me. I'm not hidden from your sight. At, at night, I'm immersed in your light. What a profound thought that David receives from God about himself and, and what's happening in this relationship that he has with his almighty God. And he says, it's a fact. It's not like this is what I'm thinking, or this is maybe what it could be, or this is how I'm interpreting it, or this is the way, you know, that we would love for it to be. He goes, no, 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 no. It's a fact. Darkness isn't dark to you. Darkness is simply the absence of light, right? Well, with God, God is light. And so he's saying darkness isn't dark to you. Night and day. Darkness and light, they're, they're all the same to you. You're bright. You're the bright morning star, O oh Lord. So David is reminding us of how wonderful our Lord really is. Um, I remember, God bless um, this gentleman that I had in my, in my church. And he just, his family was everything everything to him. God rest your soul up there. But um, his son had got attacked and uh, he had gone, you know, to a, a bachelor's party for a friend, you know, and but and leaving, like going to the parking lot or whatever, they, these guys just kind of all kind of just attacked him and they they, you know, really shoved something like uh, down, stabbed him in his shoulder and he, he had to be in the emergency room. And so when my friend you know, my parishioner got that phone call about his son, you know, of course, he he went into the hospital into that emergency room. And he said to me, you know, it just, you know, it was dark, it was nighttime, not in the room so much, it had your natural light there, right? But he was telling me, he said that he just felt like that there was just the shroud, this darkness, and that, you know, he was looking at his son, and his son had faces, had blood everywhere, and he was like unconscious, and and he was so angry about those that had done this to his son, and and I mean, there was just this rage and this anger. He said, Pastor the man, I just felt so angry that this happened to my son, but he goes, and then, he said, all of a sudden, he said, I just knew, and I looked and there was this shaft of light. 
that came in to the emergency room and landed like on my son. He said, it was so bright, Pastor Nguyen. He said, you just, this was not a natural light. This was, this was like God coming in to the room. And he said, and then his son awakened and said to his dad, what was that light? Now, when you're like in a coma, you're in a sleep, right? It's deep, it's dark, right? But God breaks through our darkness. Can you hear me? God sees where you are. He knows where you are because he's omniscient. He is all-knowing, you know? And you may say, well, if God's so great, Pastor Luan, why didn't he just stop all this, all this terrible stuff? Well, that's, you know, his plan was to have a beautiful garden, right? And, and to walk with him in that garden. Man is the one that messed up. God gave the man a choice. And right, isn't choice a gift? I mean, God gave us the gift of choice. You wouldn't want to live as some kind of a robot that God is just pulling your strings like a puppet and you don't have any choice or any say in your decisions. So you know what? There is evil and good in this world. And the enemy works through people as God works through people. And so right now we are in an an imperfect world and we are subject to suffer until, until the Lord Jesus comes back and rights all wrongs. Until then, though, we still have God's Spirit with us, always with us. So I don't want you to fear. I don't want you to think he has abandoned you or left you alone. He has not. But have you abandoned him? Have you turned aside from your God? Are you walking in darkness rather than walking in the light? Are you living in sin, this darkness of sin? And have you closed your your mind and your heart and your eyes to this almighty God who created you? Are you wanting to be your own God and, and say you don't need him? I beg to differ. You do need this God who loves you so much. You need to recognize how much your God loves you, that he is for you. He is not against you. He is wherever you need him to be. And he will work out his will and his way. But we need to know that no matter what situation we are in or how dark the circumstances may be, like my friend, we reach out to the God who is the Father of lights and he can show up in any given moment because he is already with you, knows you, and loves you. I can't wait till our next podcast as we look at this very intricate part of how we are born and how important our life is. May God bless you. Please, if you think this message can help someone, then, you know, when you see it on Facebook or you see it on the website, share it. Get God's word out there. Let people know how much he loves them. This is Pastor Luann with Everflowing Ministries. And let, you, let me know, let me let you know that God is the treasure in your heart. God bless.